This is Level Up Success Podcast with Neth and Truth. Hey, how you doing, friends and family? This is the Level Up Success Podcast. And welcome to another episode where we always bring knowledge and power to our listener. So tell me, Nate, how are we going to start this? How are you guys doing today, man? I'm very excited about today's segment. I feel like we're going to... We're gonna get a, a lot of knowledge today, and you know this is this is what we want for you know for our viewers. We want you guys to have all the knowledge possible uh, when it comes to like you know different things, you know. So, uh, you know, let's get started. But before that, um, why don't you give the audience your name and your background? Absolutely. So my name is Jovavi, um, aka Jovi, affectionately known. Um, I grew up in Corona, Queens. I'm Dominican, 38. And uh, yeah, I'm here. All right, welcome, Jovi. Thank you. Yeah, how you feeling today? How you feeling right now? Feeling good. <laughs> feeling really, really excited. Really uh, excited to be on here with you guys. Thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome. So why don't you give your audience, um, like uh, you said, what you said, you're Dominican. You was raised in Queens. I was raised in Corona, Queens. Yeah. So I was raised in Corona, Queens until I was about 16, 17 years old, and then my parents moved out to Queens Village. But my roots were always in Corona. So I finished out high school in Corona. I kept coming back. I would volunteer in um, Our, Lady of Sor- Our Lady of Sorrows. Shout out to Our Lady of Sorrows. Um, and I always was very involved with the community. You know, Father Bellini Association, which is where I basically grew up. I just learned from a very young age to kind of just help the community. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So w- what is it that you do? So I have my own leasing company, Jovi the Car Girl. Um, I am a car broker. So any make, any model, any car that you need, any model that you're looking for, I can get it for you. Okay, awesome, yeah. awesome. And like, um, how, how do you get started with this business? The car business yeah. or the leasing company? Well, well the leasing. The leasing. <laughs> Let's start with the leasing. Let's start with the car no, business. The business, yeah. The business. No, leasing. All right, well, let's yeah. start with the business. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't have... I would never have the leasing company if I didn't, if I wasn't in the car business, right? So um, I was 21 years old and one of my homegirls, she was like, hey, I was looking for a job at the time. I had just had my daughter. My daughter was maybe like eight or nine months old. I needed a job. I was fresh out of college and I was like, I need, I need to figure this out. So one of my homegirls said, hey, go to this, uh, go to, what was it? Infinity, Atlantic Infinity on Sunrise Highway in Limbrook. And she said they're looking for a receptionist. I was like, okay, cool. I was like, oh, I'll be a receptionist. Back then, they were paying like, what, $10 an hour. I was like, all right, no problem. The other letter back then. Um, so fast forward, I remember going for the interview, and there was a customer there that only spoke Spanish. And while I was there, I ended up helping the customer. I didn't even help him. I translated for the customer. And the, man, the sales manager was like, mm, you're not going to be a receptionist. You're going to sell cars. I literally sold an entire car not knowing what I was doing, what to do, what to say. I, just, I was there for an interview. I wasn't even hired yet. So that was the beginning. <laughs> um, well, that's a great way to start that interview. I know, though, right? right? Like, you already saw a pro where you didn't know So like... That's, that's my skill. That's so, great. Yeah, yeah. It was literally, when I'm telling you, I was there simply and solely to interview, and nobody there knew how to speak Spanish. I translated. 
yeah. I, I simply translated and I sold the car. Um, fast forward, I started as a salesperson there. That was 2007. So that was 2007. Come March, I'll make 17 years in the car business. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, from there, I went on. Uh, I stayed there until 2010, took like a two-year break. And then I went back and I went to Paragon Honda. If you guys know anything about Paragon Honda, um, they're like the number one Honda dealership in the nation. So it was great. I had amazing training in Atlantic, in Atlantic uh, in Infinity. But my real training, training, training ended up there. And it was amazing. I was with Honda for an eternity. Um, I was with Honda all the way through the pandemic, all the way through 2021. Um, then went to Nissan, and now I have my own company, you know. I've been blessed that I was trained by some of the best, hands-on, which is very important. Like, hands-on with some people that you'll never see other than online. Yeah, I okay. had the opportunity to hands-on train with them. Yeah, but, awesome. but you never ran into people that don't want to help you out because... Uh, uh, I mean, I'm like, uh, I started to be at a tri uh, technician. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I used to work with people that wouldn't help me at all because there's always there's always people that are scared of teaching other people, thinking they were gonna steal the job. So you never went into that issue. Yeah. So you do have you do have those people, the haters, right? Yeah. Um, especially if it's something that comes very natural to you. If it's something that comes very natural that you you know. Yes, I work at my craft. Yes, I'm always studying. Yes, I always want to grow and learn. But, you know, those people don't understand that while they're over here worried about what I'm doing, I'm worried about me. I'm focused going forward. That's where I'm at. I'm going forward. Tu quieres mirarme? No problem. Keep looking. I'm going forward. I mean, and that's the mindset that I have because I'm surprised. I have, I have people like you there. And give me all the knowledge they knew. Like, they teach me everything. But once in a while, I used to work with some people. They just, they would rather give me a bad advice than mm -hmm. a good advice. Just so they could see me fail. And you'd be surprised. God, you, you cannot yeah. let people like that take you down. That's the thing. You can. My, yeah. My, my method of learning was a little bit different. Um, So... With me, like, you know, like, um, I work in sales. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, my first job was in Radio Shack. I don't know if you ever heard of Radio Shack. Oh, Radio you know Shack. I mean? yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> good, good old days, right? R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, I don't know if you ever worked there, but, like, it, just imagine it, right? When you go in there, what you see, all these electronic stuff, you see all these fuses. Yeah. You see, you know, like, that's where they first had, like, the routers started. In, yeah. In. So, it picture somebody working there like how do how do all these people get trained to 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 do all these you know to know all these gadgets and the truth of the matter is that yet they do give you some training like on you know but who really remembers all the things that you read yeah. right it's not the same that when you're in the sales floor so me like i i knew nothing of nothing and i'm and i remember this vividly i was like um there was this one customer that came in uh, wanting to get a router so they was like yo so like can you explain to me about this router i'm like look you know what i don't know much about this router but i'll tell you what all the instructions is in the back of it let's call let's read it together and we're gonna learn together yeah so yeah so does this card have da -da 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 -da? i'll yeah. be like 
come, let's go to the window sticker together. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember that. So when, when, you know, like my manager saw that and he <laughs> saw how I was working and what I would do, techniques that I would do, because I had seven people that were there. So what I would do is I would like to, I would focus on things that I like, mm-hmm. but most important, I'll focus on the things that I don't like that they do. So I applied myself and like in two weeks I became, you know, like the the employee of the month. Yep. And then like six months later I became a you know the employee of, of the of the Bronx because I was in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And then like a year later I was I was one one of the best in New York. So, you know, it was like, you know, like it's something that I learned. Like it was like a niche for me. Because the way that I learn is by observing what people do, but most importantly, observing what they don't do. Which oh, uh, yeah. which which uh, it helped me out a lot, and then I realized that somebody did this. I forgot his name. The the CEO of Walmart, he did the same exact yeah. method. He yeah, the same so exact method. I forgot his name. Yeah. yeah, you know what's crazy? Um, so like two things, right? So the 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 most amazing training that I had that actually made me a whole lot of money after, um, came from one of one of my trainers, right? My first trainer ever. His name was Jay Sellers. Shout out to you, right? Jay Sellers, and he was huge on two things. Phones, phones, picking up the phone and being able to smile and dial and smile and dial and smile and dial. Mm-hmm. And back then, I need, I need everybody to understand, back then Google did not exist. Yes. We didn't have a <laughs> CRM for customers. There was no BDC. So there was no business development center back then, right? I still remember being taken off the sales floor and saying, we're going to turn this room into a internet sales. And because you guys are the top salesmen in the store, we're going to put you back here with the phone and internet. And we're like, what? <laughs> yeah. What? All right. But anyway, moving on. So it, it's crazy because he, used, he trained me on world-class walk-arounds, right? Okay. And how to present the car. And it's, to this day, right, fast forward 13, 14 years later, to this day, most people in the car business they're like i don't understand why i can't sell this car and it's like well did you show them the car did you walk around the car did you show them underneath the hood did you did you show them what this car does did you bring value to that car did you show them that it has apple carplay that it has a 360 view camera that it has bluetooth backup camera did you show them that it stops here there and every did you do that and they're like what but those walk arounds right i ended up um I ended up winning a bunch of walk-around competitions with Honda. I ended up wa- um, winning one big one for Paragon, with Paragon Honda. Um, it was Paragon Honda versus Acura, Paragon Acura, and this guy named Tim Kintz. Um, love Tim Kintz. Um, Tim Kintz, which is like a big deal. If you guys ever, you know, ever hear him, I'll pull him up. I won a lot of money during that walk-around. You know, and that was a funny story, too. But that, yeah. you know, the haters are going to hate. They're going to hate. They're going to. You can't let them. You can't let them win. Yeah, no, you just got to You got to continue doing you. See what yeah. see what they don't like. See mm-hmm. what you don't like that they do. And just, yo, go for it. Mm-hmm. Just move forward. And yeah. move forward. Yeah, yeah, no. And it, I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, it, it's just part of life. And it's, it's like uh, you just got to learn to, like, test yourself. It's, it's all the perception that you give. Everything yeah. that you go through, just put your own perception of it, and you'll be fine. I yeah. mean, a, a positive one, obviously. You got to have a yeah, positive perception. And listen, in the car business, it's a lot of... Um, so you get this the whole thing where team mentality, right? Mm-hmm. So they train you up, team mentality. We're a team. We're one. Rah, rah, sis, boom, bah, right? Like team, team, team. Um, 
And that's great. And it's amazing. And it is a great attitude to have. But you have your competition, you know? Mm-hmm. Why'd you take my customer? Why'd you steal my customer? Yeah. I was sitting with him two <laughs> days ago. Well, he doesn't want to sit with you no more. He wants to sit with me. I don't mm-hmm. know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, no, it, 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 and it happens like that because it's not like you force yourself to him. They, yeah. came, they come to you. They come to you. Mm-hmm. They come to you. Yeah. And I mean, and, and it is a great advantage, you know, for us Latinos, right, that we have, we could do, you know, bilingual. Like, you, you know, that that's one of the things that they needed at that time. Absolutely. So, which, which helped a lot, you know, and, and you know, sometimes it, it it amazes me where I go to some places, like, man, you, you don't have different ethnicity. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just Latino, but, you know, depending on the, the demographic, you need to have yep. people that can speak that language. It's still a barrier to this day. I, I really don't and understand. And not only it. that, not only the language, right? So you yeah. brought up a good point. Yes, it's the language. There's the... People feel when it comes to numbers, right? So when it comes to numbers, especially big purchases, yes, we're in America, yada, yada. But when it comes to big purchases, even if the person has adapted and has learned a second language, they feel more comfortable speaking in their native tongue, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They feel more comfortable when I tell them $100 versus $100 because for whatever reason, it doesn't register. Yeah, yeah. And I know that sounds crazy, but no, they just feel more comfortable feel because more I work in sales. Like, yeah, there's people, there's people that know both English and Spanish, and they see I'm I'm in Spanish, they all talk Spanish to me. Yeah, so it's it's a comfort it's a, a comfort. It's, it's comforting. It's comforting. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's comfortable, and then not for nothing to tag on to your point aside. So when I started in the car business, I'm gonna tell you, up until maybe five or six years ago, I was. Always, aside from the receptionist, understand this, aside from the receptionist, and aside from the girls that were doing the DMV upstairs, I was always the only female. Mm. Almost always. It was, I'll see maybe one female or two females come in here and there, but they'll leave. It's a very, you know, it's a it's an aggressive field. It's a man-dominated field. But with it being a male-dominated field and you have a female, when a customer sits with me, their guards are a little bit they're they're not as high as they are yeah. when they when you're sitting next to in front of a guy mm-hmm. you know there's kind of like a trust that's automatically there and I, I don't know how else to explain that. Yeah, no, nah, but you have to learn how to you have to learn how to play your strengths because I was right. like a strength. So yeah. you just gotta you gotta learn how to take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I know that too well because they were you know like and when I started working into the cell phone field, you know like I would I, I would analyze like how 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 is it that some people could sell so much? Like I had this friend of mine um you know lo uh, llama Flaco Franklin. Yo, shout out to you, man. <laughs> Yo, this dude was, like, really skinny, and he looked, like, you know, vulnerable, vulnerable guy. So, like, yo, like, he used to be top seller because it's, like, people would look at him and be, like, this guy's not going to, he's not going to, like, rob me. He's not going to, yeah. like, do He's not going to sell me like this. Not this kid. I mean, yeah. you, got, you, got, you had the <laughs> only face. You're like, oh, yeah. I could trust this person. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah, it was like, that. It was that. And you know what ends up happening from that, too? It, it, mira. Alguien le compran un, un celular o un carro y después yeah. they're like, yo, my boy Truth, uh, mm-hmm. he's looking for a car. Truth, 
call her yeah, or exactly. truth go get the cell phone from him you know what i mean i mean you get referrals no it's true because um i, I remember somebody bought a furniture from this person she he was like oh no go to that person she's gonna she's gonna know everything so i went to that person so it's it's an advantage yeah when they feel comfortable oh, with yeah. you they'll send more people to you and you'll make up more and money they just keep coming and coming and coming yeah you know so all right cool so let, let's let's now dive into uh, what? How you got into the the business? Like, how do you get into it from from selling cars to now you selling it? Well, on uh, with your online business right now. Okay. Yeah. So, um, right off the referrals, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So, I I'm gonna say that most of my business while I was in the dealerships were referral business, right? And I've been I was in management the last. Almost six years of my career, I was in management, right? So I was no longer the salesperson. But what happened was, as a manager, I used to have referrals almost every single day, right? So I was not, I would give them to, if you were a salesperson, I would give them to Truth. If you were a salesperson, I would give them to Nate. And I would just split my, my referrals up. But more and more, I would get customers that'd be like, you know what? I've had like five Hondas from you already. I want a Nissan or I want a BMW or I want a Mazda or I want a Toyota. And I'd be like, okay, no problem. Well, let me send you to my friend who's a broker. And at the time I had friends that were brokers and I still do. I have a, a ton of them and I would just refer out the business to them. And after a while, um, this year in particular, I, I decided, I said, you know what? I'm tired of, I'm tired. You give away a lot of money. <laughs> it sounds like it. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Giving away a lot of money to these people. Um, I'm. I don't necessarily want to do the management nine thing. to nine to whatever time at night because the thing that people don't realize about the car business is, I was at work from nine o'clock in the morning, and there were many days that I was not getting out till ten, eleven o'clock at night. There were days, I, I remember working 21 days straight at one point. I remember my sister dropping off my daughter at the, at the dealership at 10 o'clock at night because I was still at work, right? But I'm, do, I'm going sideways. So I was tired of the grind. I was like, I don't want to do this no more. What can I do? I quit and I started up my own business. And now I'm a broker. I do everything online. Um, you come to me. And I get you your car, any make, any model. When you started the process of becoming a broker, did you ask one of some of your broker friends or you had to do your research through the online? So I did, um, I was getting, I started getting the clientele way faster than I can do the legality of putting <laughs> the business together. Because again, remember, it's 16 years of clientele that I yes. have. Yeah. So my blessing, knock on wood, my blessing is I already had that base, right? Where mm -hmm. a lot of people don't necessarily have that, right? So I have that base. I have the clientele base. But I had to ask, hey, how do I, I need to do the legalities of it and that stuff. No, it's a pain. That it's taxes, a pain. The, the taxes, paper, the, invoice. the accounting, yeah. the LLC, the the EIN, the the. Are you filing for a sole proprietorship? Are you so filing for S corp? Are you filing for yeah. what are you filing for? Yeah, do you have members? Do you not have? Yo, look, I that, know, no, 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 it, 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 it's a, a it, yeah. parte 
that part will drive anybody crazy. But at the same time, you're still helping people and you're still getting them out there. You know, I think it's crazy. Go, go. No, no, it's crazy that you was able. Uh, I hope people start becoming a broker first. They will have the clientele, but you you had the clientele before. So I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, what's the other funny part about that? Let me tell you why I had to do the LLC right away. So I was, I started my online broker business, yeah. right? Still, it wasn't, at the time, it still wasn't like fully official. Official. And I was, I'm a broker, but it's like, uh, you see how you have a real estate agency? So you have the broker and then you have real estate agents that work independently. Yeah. So I'm one of those that work independently from. And the owner of the broker, was he, he calls me. He goes, hey. I'm like, what's up? He goes, you need to turn this into an LLC tomorrow. I said, why? He goes, I can't keep paying you. He goes, I need to cut a real check to a real company now. He yeah. goes, you have too many clients. They're coming in. I said, all right. Let's do yeah. this, right? And I had, and that's the reason why I ended up having to like make it official. No, I understand because I think you, the only thing you could like if you do it by yourself, the most card you could sell is like three or four. I heard, or no, there's no legal limit on it. It's that, there's no. Or it's an amount, or it's just a story that I heard. Yeah, it's, it's just, just one of those myths. Story. It's one of those <laughs> myths. It's just one of those. It's one of those myths. It really just starts depending on what you need to like. You know where you want to go with it. If you just want to play with it here and there and everywhere, you, it is what it is. But I'm also certified on on a ton of makes, brands, models. So oh, okay, it works too. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, let I want to dive a little bit back and like talk, talk about yeah, talk about like the like how competitive is actually is to to you know be a dealer like uh, you know because i've heard stories of of how Broker hard yeah or deal or work in the dealership well when you were working in the dealership as a sub before, person yeah before we, oh. we start yeah oh yeah oof yeah. <laughs> yeah that that let me tell you um again working at and and again i'm saying these names as if it's i don't know if i'm allowed to say the names but i it's part of my history so it's yeah. what yeah. it is so when i when I worked at Atlantic Infinity, which was then switched over to Legacy Infinity, there wasn't much competition, right? It was like three of us. It was a very small store. It was like eight salespeople in total. It wasn't that aggressive. It was like you learned a lot. It was great. It wasn't really a competitive store. Now you get into Paragon Honda. That's a whole nother animal. You are talking about... 40 to 50 salespeople on the sales floor, and that is just the new car showroom. Wait, did they, they have that much? I yes. never thought that would be like 40 sales. That's huge. Yeah, That's just the new car showroom. And then they have the used car showroom, they have the, the Acura showroom, and then they have the off-brand showroom as well. So when we used to do our, morning, our Saturday morning meetings, I I kid you not, it would be over 200 people in this room. It was the most insane thing ever, but the most powerful thing ever, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, when I got to Paragon Honda, I quickly figured out because, see, this is, this, is, this is what you do. You become friends with the people that are already doing it, right? So I already hit that level at Infinity. So how do I do that here at Paragon where now there's 40 people, right? So what do I do? I teamed up with, the, with one of the best salesmen and I said, I want to learn everything from you. Teach me, right? 
teach me everything, everything you know. And within two months of me being there, um, I hit 20 cars, then I hit 25. I was one of the top salesmen there. Uh, so they have this thing where the top six salesmen, you sit and you have your own desk. You have your own desk, your own computer, um, your own cubicle. You set up your printer, kind of like your own little mini office. And it's up to you to keep, to keep your desk. And every three months, if you don't meet your quota, you're out. Oh, wow. You're that, out. You're, right. you're back on the floor where you're sharing like 10 desks for 40 people. Yeah. Wow. I was blessed. And you know what? I, I was blessed. I worked hard. And anybody that knows, knows I kept my desk for the whole time that I was there. <laughs> With oh, the exception yeah. of one time. Okay. Nah, but it, it does keep you aligned. It keeps you like with a sense of, of that urgency to want to get to that desk. So, I mean, it, I mean, kudos to whoever, whoever planted that for you guys, you know, because it's. I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's like a motivation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You office. Every three months, you yeah. got to keep your desk. <laughs> but that, it becomes, let me tell you, when you, especially when you're the only female. And you know what? Let me take something back. There was, um, at Paragon Honda, there was two other females that really did their thing, right? There, there was this lady named Clara and this other lady named Rosa. Rosa was the truth. Rosa, oh my God. Rosa was a, a, a Dominican lady. She did not want to sit up top. That lady had her clientele set up for like the last 20 years. She never had to pick up. A, if she didn't want to pick up a phone call, she didn't have to because they would just show up. I watched a customer. Rosa went to DR for two, for two weeks, right? When I'm telling you I watched a customer come to her desk every day for 10 days straight waiting. She's not back yet. If you want to help, you, nope, Rosa. I'm like, oh, okay. Está <laughs> bien. <laughs> you wait. Yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. that's the best one you have. I mean, well, it, it's, it's a gift and a curse depending on, on you know, who's selling. Like, for, for instance, me, I... I have a store, so it doesn't matter who sells. I still win. Yeah, but, that's but, management. That's when you get into yeah. management. That's what it is. It's like yeah. I don't. You sold it great. You sold it great. I'm still exactly. getting paid. Exactly. So yeah. So but at the other edge, I, I like I could understand like you know eh, how that could uh, drink to somebody else. Like man, I want I want to say, man, come on, like let, let's do it with me. But I mean, you do get those loyal customers, which you know it it, it is a gift. But you have to be consistent. It comes from somewhere. Like you, you know, like you're showing some type of value. Yep. That people, you know, they 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 get attracted to it, and you know that that's that's key when it comes to sales. Yeah. So you know, so yeah, that, yeah that's awesome. Have you ever had somebody wait for you like ten days? I've had people wait for me. <laughs> I have definitely not ten, had, days, not 10 days, but I've definitely <laughs> had people wait for me. Uh, I've a thousand percent had people wait for me and customers they're, they're like nope i'm only working with her i'm good i've had loyal loyal customers yeah. for years which no it make right. you feel good it shows that you know what you're doing yeah. and they trust you that's the thing the key word they trust the trust yeah. i had a whole family that when i'm so this family was like i think it was like nine brothers and sisters nine brothers and sisters mom dad that wow. i have sold a car to every single person in that family I mean, it's every single skill. person. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have trust in the skill. Yeah. Wow, All right. awesome, man. So let let's not, yeah, let's now talk about um, you know, like your transition because now you don't have to wait ten days for a no. customer. You no. can just literally no. be like, yo, just go into this website and I got you. Mm -hmm. So um, how how has it how long has it been that you've been doing this? Unofficially, a year. Okay. Officially, officially, about two months. 
All right, all right. Yeah. And how 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 is the transition? Like, is, is, do you see that since it's the beginning, is it like more difficult for you now? Are um, you figuring things out, or are, are things going smooth? Mo- things, thank God, for the most part, things are going very smooth. Um, I think the hardest transition for me was just kind of like. The absolute hardest transition in going into doing this full time from a dealership has been, you know, when you're at the dealership, you're selling a specific brand, a specific model. Right. And so the car is in front of you. So when a customer says, hey, I really want to see this car, you could just present it to them. Right. And just walk them over to the car. Normally, when people are coming to me, they already know what they want or they have an idea of what they want. So. But not having the car directly in front of me for me to show them is a little bit di- is a little bit so different. A little challenging, yeah. um, when it's not somebody that I've sold the car to before, or if it's not a referral, um, it's a little bit. You know, when you're in person, you get to read somebody. Mm-hmm. I get to read your body, and that's another thing. Selling is a lot of psychology. A yeah. lot of people don't know that, but selling is a lot of psychology, right? And so you learn little things like you do a touch close where I would reach in and be like. It's going to be okay, right? Or you read the person's body. Are they leaning back? Are mm-hmm. they leaning forward? Are they, you know? I don't. Yeah. I can't see that because I'm over the phone. Exactly. So reading that is, you know, that's something that I'm getting used to. Yeah. I'm, Other than that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to create a little short from what you just said. I'm going to send it to my employees because they need to hear that part. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I wish I had like the Don DeMarco. Like that, <laughs> that would have been it right there. But, so fun but, yeah, fact. That's, yeah. Fun fact. I actually hold a lot of trainings. And anybody that worked with me, any of my salespeople that worked with me before, they know that one of the things that I loved doing the most was holding trainings. It was my... At, to me, you have to keep training, man. You have to keep training. Things, yeah. they're new things every day. You always learn something new. You could you could keep training the same thing, and from there you find something new. Like, yeah. and it's amazing when that happens. Yeah, it's like you know, like, or when you go through the same scenario, but it's like a different, like it 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 becomes like a different transition within the same thing. And you just keep using your same formula, yeah, and it just ends up working out because you know. You already have a structure. You have a foundation. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just got to build on that foundation. Keep implementing on that foundation that exactly. you have. So, yeah, that, that's, that's that's the key right there. Exactly. Myself. Exactly. But, you know, it's it's uh, it's been an interesting ride. It's been an interesting ride. And thank God, again, like you said, True said it earlier, you know, I, I have the blessing that I do have 16 years of clientele under my belt already. Yeah. In whatever shape, way, or form that comes, you know. Okay. Yeah. What are like what are um for the clients, right? What would be like their best perks? Like why why choose doing a you know not going to a dealership like traditionally and go the route that you want to implement to the customers? Like what that's makes, actually yeah. that's actually a great question. So one of the highlights and the reason that the broker business exists is we come to you. Right. So you call me. This is what a process would be like. You or Truth would call me and say, hey, Jovi, I'm looking for this car, X, Y and Z. No problem. Um, I'll ask you a series of questions. Do you have a trade in? Do you have this, that third? After all of that, everything is done online. Everything is done through text and through phone. You can still go to work. You don't have to take the day off. You don't have to spend 15 hours at the dealership. You don't have to, if, if 
for whatever reason, let's say you don't have the best credit, right? If you don't have the best credit in the world and I need to work on it and I need some time to work on your application, I'll tell you, go about your day, go about your business, no problem. But if you're at a dealership, you have to sit there for eight hours, wait for the finance manager to come out just to tell you that you've been declined after eight hours. How much could you have done in those eight hours, right? You had your screaming kid in the, in the dealership <laughs> or your kid was, or vice versa, you're now paying for a babysitter because you didn't have, you had to be at a dealership yeah, a only to walk yeah. out with no car where I can simply say, hey, don't worry, I got you. And in two days, three days, the car is at your house, right? We do insurance through the phone. Credit app is electronic. Everything is electronic. Even signatures and contracts are electronic. Mm-hmm. Got the DocuSign. Now. The DocuSign. Yeah. Everything yeah. is electronic. Yeah, everything's Shout out to DocuSign, man. That made life a lot easier. Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> DocuSign. DocuSign has yeah. definitely. But those are the, you know, most people, especially in the world we're living in today, nobody has the time to spend at the dealership. For what? Right? For what? Um, and I'm not going to lie. And listen, for ev- with the dealerships, there's rules, there's regulations. There's a bunch of stuff that comes with that. And, the gover- and there's a lot of things that the government kind of prevents them from going fully you know yeah. going fully it, it yeah, is, they, it is i mean they got the regulation like every business they got to follow certain regulation from the government yeah. So, yeah that's a tricky part i guess yeah 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 but most yeah. people prefer it once you once you give me a call you give me a call or you shoot me a text i gotcha it's a harder to get new customer not that you're doing it by yourself as a broker than before because most of the customer you was getting before it was from the uh, maybe I shouldn't say it from the dealership or is it true um so when you first start as a salesperson at a dealership right yeah all your clientele is coming from the majority 90% of your clientele is coming from the dealership right and you do so there are legalities behind that too you can't steal clients from the from the dealership let's start there yeah i can't just if this is in the database if this person's in their database i can't just take their information from the database and, and sell them yeah but if the customer is contacting me directly to my cell phone that's a whole nother story that's my customer right um so in the beginning yes it's a little bit difficult but once you've had a couple of years in the business and you've had many years Nate bought a car. Now Nate says, I'm going to send my brother Truth. Truth buys a car. Now he says, oh, I'm going to send my brother Alex. Alex buys a car. Oh, then they're mm. going to send his girlfriend, his wife, blah, 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 blah. And, and, and the whole time, it's just coming into me. Yeah. You know. So once you've been, and then that's another thing. Stay steady at one place, right? Like if you're beginning, stay steady in one place and build up the clientele. Give yourself the, uh, the opportunity to build up the clientele because with leases, for example, you don't have that clientele for up to three years, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's when you start turning and yeah. turning and turning and turning and seeing it build up. Yeah. Yeah. So do you do mostly just leasing or do you also just... We do leasing, financing, um, new, pre-owned. Pre-owned is a little, a little bit different. But we do do new, mainly new, pre-owned. Um, if you need help with insurance quotes, I'll help you out with insurance quotes. Uh, especially living in New York City, you guys know that insurance can get crazy. So I'll help you out with insurance quotes. Uh, I do trade-ins. So I do take in your trade-ins. I do take oh, in wow. your lease returns as well. Okay. I have uh, an office in 
my my home is my office, and then I have an actual office out in Long Island as well. Oh, okay. And coming up in the next week episode. Right? Yeah, I was selling cars. Yeah, I had the talent. But the reality is, I was negative back then. I was like... The first thing I thought about um, was, you know, after I, I had a, I had a, a horrible, like, something happened to me financially at some point in time. But uh, you need to prepare yourself. What is it that, whatever you want to do in life, what is it going to take to get there? You know, like, in order for you to be successful, you need to have some sort of mentorship. Yeah. To- MAP stands for Massive Action Plan. Massive action plan, right? You need to put, you need to draw a map of where you want to go.